on. Can we stop it? No, we started. I, like, I, like, I don't like the breaks in the middle. I think like... It's hard to do that. That sounds better. But it sounds better. Yeah. That's sounding good so far. What day is it? It's Snarly Sunday. <laughs> Where's everyone else? <laughs> okay, we are getting started. Here we are. It's a Sunday evening, a little later than we normally do things, Maybe. and um, we just survived the first week of school. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did. At the yeah. table, we've got a small crew. It was. Um, you know, if you want to do this as late as we're doing it, then go ahead. And so it's just me, Becky, and Peter so far. So we'll see if anyone else rolls in. But just us. You guys excited? Yeah. You bet. Yeah? Peter yeah. seems like he has lots of energy. <laughs> are you going to direct all your energy towards doing this? Or are you going to be, like, lost in your own world? I'm going to probably direct it up toward this and maybe okay. Good. my own world a bit. Sweet. <laughs> quite the answer um how was school for everyone first of all i like it my teacher you liked super it? nice except brian was saying she, she's super strict and then and then what happened is when we is when we came back or because we like do rotations is our teacher was like i'm so glad that you guys are back the other classes are so much more talkative because <laughs> we were like like whenever we're supposed to be quiet we we're like silent like very silent oh that's good that's a good like, place to if be if somebody like like was just going like that you could definitely hear that. Oh, yeah. that's kind of nice to know that it's not too yeah, crazy. Yeah, like the other class, because like the class beside us, they had their um, music on like quietly, and we could hear it like pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's great. Good update from Peter and Mom. I've enjoyed getting your updates throughout the week as far yeah. as your new routine and getting involved into yeah. your uh, tutoring role at the junior high. It's been really good. I've really enjoyed being there, and it's been... Um, unexpected isn't necessarily the word. Um, I didn't know what to expect, so yeah. can it be unexpected if you didn't know what to expect? I don't know, but I, um, yeah, I started a new job at the school as a mentor is the title. And, um, it's been fun to, uh, I have a little office, which has been fun to Becky decorate. Becky has an office. And um, so this week's been really low key, but just fun to kind of be at the school Sounds and to like feel. <laughs> no, whenever I say low key, the kids think it sounds like Loki, like Loki. Yeah. So they think that's guardian. But that's how I feel about it. That there really hasn't been a lot going on with it, but yet it's been nice to feel involved. And um, I kind of anticipate that's how the year will be. I'll just kind of grab kids and help them out and. Um, Anyway, that seems like a pretty sweet place to be. Seems awesome. Yeah, really nice. Cool. Well, my week has been really similar to most all other weeks, um, but it has been kind of busy, and I don't know if it's just in conjunction with uh, the kids getting into school or what. So, anyhow, um, well, let's get into uh, the themes this week. This was, um, I think we had some fun with this, even though we were busy. Um, the 18th, Sunday, the 18th of August was Cousins Day. The 19th was Potato Day, Lemonade Day on the 20th. I like that. 21st day of August. Do you remember? 
Oh, wait, well, that's in September. Never mind. Save that. <laughs> 24th day of August was construction, or, oh, I can't read. Crossword. Crossword Puzzle Appreciation Day. The 22nd was Poetry Day. 23rd was Men and Women Equality Day. And College Football Appreciation Day was yesterday, the 24th. And so we'll have a great time reviewing these topics the and how much we did or didn't, didn't discuss them, which is fine. Um, that's okay, but I bet Peter has a lot to say about Cousins Day. Tell us about your cousins. Well, we didn't do anything that day with them. Oh, no, it was Echo's birthday. You watch Echo's it birthday. was Echo's birthday. And Echo has taken steps now. Echo is now one years old, and he has taken six steps in all. And we feel like he's our baby, right? Because yeah. Because we don't because, have a baby. Yeah. And so yeah, and he's the just... closest baby. And, and then Because the youngest baby is in New York. Yeah. <laughs> he's the second youngest, right? Am I getting that right? Yeah, he's the second youngest out of our... That so, Peter, why, what's great about cousins? Or what, why are cousins important? Because they're fun to play with. And I feel like um, they're easier. Because some people, like, they, like... They're like, I don't, like, I'm like, oh, I, like, just played with my cousins the other day, and then they're like, oh, and then, and then they're like, I, I've only, like, seen our cousins, like, once or twice, but since we just, like, grew up with each other, we, like, just became, like, really good friends, and so we just, like, play. Yeah, what about you, Mom? It makes it easy. What about your cousin experience? Um, I have not been super close with my cousins as I've gotten older, um, not for any reason except that you get busy with your your life, which I hate that phrase actually, but I just said it. Um, but I love growing up. I loved to play with my cousins. It was so fun. Um, and my Castleton cousins, I usually just saw them once a year. Well, until yeah, usually just once or twice a year. And then, um, but my Stringham cousins on the other side, I felt like as we were growing up, we saw them. We probably didn't see them that often either because they lived pretty far away but um i felt like it was always such a special fun thing to have them come and play so um i have great memories of playing with cousins and i have some really good wonderful people that i'm related to that i feel really grateful to be related to yeah i feel like cousins are gifts you know like i and all of our experiences with cousins are way different um the experiences that our kids have with their cousins are uh they're really close and we live close to um our cousins and we see them um certain families on both sides of the family um quite often which is pretty great so it's cool to see those relationships kind of develop yeah, okay. when i was growing up um cousins were fun but we definitely weren't close uh, whether that was close um, relationship-wise or close in proximity. And so um, the time that I have had with my cousins, even though it's been um, much limited compared to uh, what you guys have described, is it has been cool. I remember specifically getting together for a cousin's farewell and um, putting a musical number together, which was cool because um, even though we didn't share a lot of time and memories together, we did share that um, time to, um, to make some music, which was, which was really cool. And by that time I had, uh, really grown to love singing and, and really liked the song that we were singing. So that was really neat and, uh, neat that, um, my cousin, Michael would have chosen his cousins to, um, you know, to share that musical number. 
my other cousin experience that I thought was really pretty cool um, was my cousin Kyle, who he grew up in New York. So we only got together a couple of times while growing up. Um, and those were really fun times when they were able to come visit. We never were able to go out there uh, to New York to visit them. But, um, you know, fast forward to our adult years, um, he was working in Salt Lake for a creative agency. And I remember getting together to just lunch uh, once or twice. And one of those opportunities, he said, hey, let's go and check out this new space where I'm working. And all of a sudden it was like I was in a job interview. And um, the short story is, is I, I took the job and I worked um, you know, with him in the same, um, creative agency for five years, uh, which was cool. It was really cool to be able to at least keep tabs, um, a little better on our families and things like that. And, um, you know, anytime that I've been, well, I'll just say the time that I was in New York when I was traveling with the choir, we were able to cross paths, which was really cool. So even though the relationships aren't as tight, you know, we were never like play, um, you know, we never played together growing up or whatever. It's it's always cool to just kind of see your cousin and just see what their experience is like, you know, across the country or just whatever, you know. It's kind of fun. So, all right, next day is potato day. Why do we do potato day? I know why. Because you can do so much with potatoes. <laughs> Joshua. Joshua joined us. He's at the table now. Tell us your favorite form of potatoes. Whipped cream potatoes. He's referring to our dinner tonight. We had whipped cream potatoes, which is a, a Snar family recipe. And I must say, when done correctly, it's better than potato chips. It's better than... It's it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Peter, what do you say? French fries. You're a French fry guy? Okay, Mom? I like a good baked potato. I just like a good baked potato. I don't like the skin. Good baked, baked potato, potato bar. I like to take the skin off and then mash it. I also like mashed potatoes. No, pepper. I like the skins. That's why I make my baked potato a treasure chest. So I dig out all the insides and put cheese and bacon bits in it. In the shell. Yeah. yeah. You like like a potato skin. There are so many different kinds of potatoes. And I would say that even though this isn't the potato I eat most of all, I really like a sweet potato. Yeah, really well. Also now I know potato. that you really enjoy the sweet sweet potato, and when I eat a sweet potato, I like a savory sweet potato. I can do both. Yeah, I and do I both. don't really care for the sweet sweet potato. I mean, I could, but it's more of a dessert. Like that to me is more like the yams you'd have, oh, or like what you'd have for like, oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. I don't, I True. Don't love sweet potatoes, but like I'll eat them. Alyssa right. likes John's sweet potatoes because he like covers them in sugar. Because you can't taste the you sweet can't taste potato. the potato. It's brown sugar and um, potatoes, yeah. But there's something about a good sweet potato fry. Gosh, when oh, you when true. you find a place that has sweet potato <laughs> yeah. fries, like They're, go to that really support good. that place. <laughs> so here's to all the businesses that are um, uh, actively Cheers. selling, marketing, serving sweet potato fries. Keep doing the good work. Keep love doing it. it. We love you. And gosh, there's so much healthier for you than just like a normal potato too right am i making they, that up um i think they have some more vitamins minerals maybe but because um, a potato is just starch there's not a lot there there's still something there though is there do you have to eat the skin to get the vitamins or no you don't have to look it up <laughs> now I'm you like, have to fact check yourself during this well anyway, mom's looking so i don't i don't really know actually but i do like sweet potatoes are touted as a more, as a more healthier yeah vegetable, i put you on the spot i don't know if that's true I put you on the spot, so, and um, we are and not doing frankly, this. quite frankly, I'm not like a... Go ahead. 
Well, we're not doing this. I don't like to, to villainize any expert. Like I like a white a white potato just as much as I like a sweet potato, and that's that's I Becky's think variety style. is key. Becky's style is. <laughs> You know, tout the sweet potato, but then give a compliment to the normal <laughs> russet or white or golden potato or whatever. There's a you're place eating. for them. There's a place. There for is a place for them. That's true. So, mm. potato day. We had potatoes that night, which was awesome. It was the night before school started. So, the Wait, following do you want day. To hear really quick? Oh, potatoes Becky's are got it. potatoes are lower in fat and sugar. Sweet potatoes have fewer carbs and calories. So that's why I think because of the uh, carbon calorie the, count. like yeah the bodybuilding world and the would go for a sweet potato because fewer carbs. Yeah, carbs and since fat. we're bodybuilders, <laughs> right? And they and they contain more vitamin A and vitamin C. White potatoes contain more protein and fiber. So like I said, I think they both have their merits. They both have a place. You know what else has its place? What? Lemons. Oh, segue. What a segue. <laughs> segue to Lemonade True, Day. but you know... Lemonade Day was the 20th, and um, there's something cool about lemonade. And it has a lot to do with the phrase, when life gives you lemons. What's the make rest lemonade. of that? Make, make lemonade. Make lemonade. Is, what is that? Make them drink it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's stay focused. What does that phrase mean? Um, It means because um lemons are kind of like super sweet or sour or... Yeah, um, it says they're like kind of like a bit too much. Um, when you make lemonade, and it, it makes it like taste better and not as like hard. Yeah. And so when you life gives up. you hard times, try and make the best out of it. Yeah, I'm gonna. We made up this really weird thing about how lemonade was made. It's about this guy who's like, I don't like lemon juice. Let's add sugar. <laughs> Is that it? Okay. Is that it? I was going to tell a story because Peter was talking about what that means and come to came to realize in my mind, like, there was a time that I tasted my very, very favorite experience with lemonade. And it was actually a really kind of a tricky time for me. I was serving as a missionary in the hottest place that I've ever been, which was Bullhead, Arizona. I was in a new place dealing with a new, like, form of life, you know. Wait, you were um, serving a mission in Arizona? I was for a while. Like, I was waiting for a visa before I went down to South America. I thought that was so, um, I was on both. So, Bullhead, Arizona, and Nevada. So, good memory. Um, yeah, good memory. So, um, anyway, I remember just having a really hard time with a lot of the things that were going on. Um, just getting used to being a missionary and to the people, the people that I was with and the, that we were trying to teach and all that kind of stuff. And my companion had uh, decided um, to grab some lemons or limes or something like that at the uh, at the store. And he says, we're going to make some, some lemonade. It's the best you'll ever taste. And I was like, okay, whatever. And um, I, I remember watching him do it, thinking, well, that's kind of interesting, that technique or whatever. Anyway, after it was done, it was the best, best. thing. It was the best thing. And, and I think most of it had to do with it was just so ice cold. And that in contrast to... What I was feeling and the heat outside, it was just like, okay, this is really, really great. And it, and it made me appreciate um, him um, even more. And it made me appreciate the culture um, down there because he had, he had learned how to make it from, from them. So oh. anyway, and that is what we would call a refreshing perspective. When, <laughs> when we, you guys are all pointing at this poster Mom in this little nook that we record in. So I looked at that and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, oh. So anyway, that's my lovely experience with lemonade. And um, truly, like 
on a hot day, yeah, perfect lemonade. And we there's did like nothing better. That day. We did. We made some. Lemonade. I always like when we, we did have potatoes on potato day, and we did have lemonade on lemonade day. Well, and on the twenty first for crossword puzzle day, we did some crossword puzzles, didn't we? Oh yeah, the boys have been. The boys and I, we fired up some crossword puzzles from the New York Times, and um, we there wasn't one that we didn't finish, right? Yeah. They were all the easy kind, but what's one? What's cool about crossword puzzles? They're fun. They're fun. Like when you do one, you get some more clues to like some more. Yeah, so I want to build on that idea, and this is this is how. Um, the the twenty second is poetry day, and as we were doing crossword puzzles, exactly what you said, Joshua. Like you have all these blank spaces that require words with a particular letter count, and sometimes you know the specific letter for a uh, a space. And as I've taken time to write poetry from time to time, it's like the same thing. Sometimes you have a particular phrase and you need a word that's so many syllables or that has a particular ending so that it rhymes or so that it matches. And so the muscles in in your brain are somewhat similar because you are trying to solve kind of this word predicament and you're brainstorming and you're thinking about different words and options and stuff like that. And sometimes there are more than one option, but it all depends on what all the other words need to be inside the crossword puzzle or the poem to make it all work so anyway that percussion is offered by joshua thank you very much (laughs) all right so did we just cover two days at once we did crossword puzzles and poetry well before we move on from poetry i have a question do any of you have a poem that you learned and have memorized um you have memorized no 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 no, no. don't go don't go get it I'm not you have it memorized. He's doing something else. Um, Peter just left the table and he did what he was not supposed to do. What was that? Oh, oh, there's a certain one that's really funny to me. Is it appropriate? Yeah, it's appropriate. Okay, good. It's by Shell Services. Oh, go ahead. Um, so it's like, what's cool baseball? We have a bat. We have um four bases. We have um um we have a pitcher. We have um first base, third base, fourth. Oh. First base, th- second base, third base, a fence behind the batter, but where's the ball? You look small. Let's use you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We talked about Shel Silverstein when we did Rhyme Day. Um, he is definitely one of my favorite poets. Peter, oh, Peter it, it looks like you have a book that you want to share. You don't have anything memorized, but uh, what, what do you have in there that's special? It's a very deep poem. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, Read describe it. it to us. It's about a hand. Okay. My hand. Peter's hand. Go. My hand shakes as I scale the mountain. It has never conquered a feat such as this. My hand is the difference between life and death. My hand will save me from my fears. My hand will solve my problems. My hand will always rise and prevail. My hand will get me through life. I don't know why you're laughing. Because I think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I know, but I want, the part that I laughed at is so, it's a hand and it says it gets me over mountains. And, there's and it goes over mountains. the Oh, yeah. So uh, what, what the listener can't see is that um, Peter traced oh, yeah. an outline of his hand and then the words to the poem followed that path, that outline of his yeah. hand. So and then I erased It's a very visual, visual experience, that poem. I really like that. So, Are all of the poems in there ones that you wrote? Or are they other yeah, people's poems? Yeah, they're all mine. 
what does it feel like to write a poem and why why would you choose to write a poem as opposed to drawing a picture or you know writing in another Ooh, form also I did hold on hold on i asked a question why would you choose to write a poem ever because it's fun because it's fun oh and sometimes there's this, what happened is um at the end of school we would have to do these worksheets and um what happened is i would um is i would randomly just like just like somebody i would be like okay give me a word and then they would like say something random and then that would be like the thing that i had to rhyme with at the beginning and one 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 was about a turtle and i think his name was joe and then he went to the zoo and saw his friend named bob and then he was like how did you get here and he was like i don't know i walked in here and then they went swimming in a pool because they were cool <laughs> of course and the, ooh, i also have another one <laughs> Okay. Basically, a lot of Alright, so, tell us, tell us one more poem. Blue, the best color in the rainbow. Blue, which will never be slow. Blue, that is truly the best. Blue is the one better than the rest. Blue, which is the color of the sky. Blue, you will never ask why. Blue. You're telling us all these things. Shh, as are, relaxing as water. Blue, it could never be otter. Blue, the color of BYU. Blue is so good that it's so true. By, by Peter's. Peter, no. you will never ask and why. The, the, they asked, why are you telling them all? Okay, Joshua. So, Peter, what grade were you in when you wrote those? Last year. Fifth grade. Oh, it was the fifth grade. Fifth, fifth grade poetry. When is the last time? Have you ever written a poem, Mom? I'm in school. I'm sure I did. When is the last poem you thought? I'm not into you... writing poetry. It doesn't fill me. It doesn't... does nothing not fill me. I can't write poetry. Which is fine. One of the curious things about poetry is that my grandmother... Um, wrote and kept poetry she submitted poetry um for competitions and uh we have some of her uh, she won some poem uh some poetry competitions from time to time the only thing that i don't really like about her poetry is that it's just like says words and it's not very funny some of them are funny you're talking about my grandma's poetry yeah oh okay well wait you've read them yeah we once read them Mm -hmm. and you're just worried that it just says words she wasn't trying to be funny well, I don't think like, my grandma so ever so tried risky. to be funny. You never got a chance to really meet her, because um, when she was alive, when you were alive, um, no, she, she was she was pretty old. Yeah. But um, I, I think just the fact that she wrote a poem about paper towels <laughs> is pretty hilarious. That's good. And it's a hilarity that you don't really understand as a kid, but. Um, knowing her and kind of the way of life that she lived that's pretty funny <laughs> that she wrote a poem about paper towels i should have been more prepared and um, had some of those to read but uh, that is definitely something that runs um uh, through her veins and um quite honestly like it wasn't the inspiration for me writing poems because i spent uh you know a good portion of when was it a couple of years ago to write uh 50 i wrote over 50 poems um, uh, that wasn't the only inspiration, but uh, I really, really loved that experience. I like the poems. one that's about up, up, um, that goes up, 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 up. Oh, you're up, talking up, about my wise counsel right. poem? <laughs> yeah. I wrote a lot of poems that were, that were in three categories. Silly, serious, and somewhere in between. 
So, and, and I feel like I wrote poems because it's, an, it's a medium for me that I feel like I can share an idea and it doesn't have to be um, like foresighted, if you will. It can just be one funny aspect of a thing. It doesn't have to be like the whole story of something. Yeah? How you doing, Mom? Are you going to make it through? You're doing well. We'd love to have you. <laughs> Different time of day. Right? <laughs> well, I, I fell asleep last night. <laughs> she falls asleep. Moms are tired. Moms are tired. Moms are people. tired people. Well, we're gonna we're gonna finish up. I think well before you need to fall asleep. Um, we didn't talk a lot about this on Friday. We had a busy, busy Friday. Um, but uh, Friday was Men and Women Equality Day, and. Um, since we didn't talk about it a lot as a family, I just want to have um, a couple of thoughts on it as we do this recording. And what I would share with you boys is that it is so important to treat uh, women as your equal. Yeah. You're no better than uh, a girl just because she's a girl and yeah. she's no better than you just because uh-huh. she's who she is. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. But... It takes on a different light when you are um, just going through different stages of life. And sometimes there might be that temptation to think, oh, well, I deserve more because of these details or whatever. Um, I don't know. We don't need to get into that. But I want to um, basically just share with you and mom weigh in as far as sharing the load and being equal like in our family. How do you think we try to do that? As a husband and um, wife. I think I definitely feel like there's this disconnect maybe between um, people feeling like the equality of men and women means that you do the, the exact the same, same thing. Yeah. And I think there's beauty in recognizing that there's equality in being your unique person. And yes. for everyone that's going to be maybe a little bit different and with your desires and your hopes and your dreams... But I think it's beautiful and works really well um, in life to just recognize that as as it does with seeing individuals just as unique individuals. Like we're not going to be doing the exact same things as somebody else. And the beauty in that is that someone else will do that really well. Like you'll do your thing well, someone else will do their thing well. And because of that, we create synergy. We create these. Yeah, better. The result is better than what we could do on our own. So when we try to be completely equal in that, let's just say a household where maybe, and and for some households, maybe this is what works. But you know, maybe you're saying, okay, we want everything to be completely equal. So you're gonna work, and I'm gonna work, and. You're going to take care of the kids sometimes, and I'm going to take care of the kids, and you're going to do half the dishes, and I'm going to do half the dishes, and you're going to do, like, to make it, there's just no way you can make it 100% equal all the time. Like, you just can't. So, it's just nice to realize we're working together, and let's just, and in life, and with men and women in the world, like, let's just take the strengths and weaknesses of every individual human being, and just... Yeah, just play to that person's strengths. To I totally agree. Strengths. So, as husband and wife, um, one of the one of the experiences I had before we got married is I was sitting down with um, the man who married us, the sailors in the temple. Um, he was um, a general authority in our church, and um, he was 
just in his office, and my mom had invited uh, me to go sit with him. His name is Rex Pinniger, and great, great man. Um, I wasn't doing much um, as far as work and things because I had just had a knee surgery, and so I had gone down um, to Salt Lake with my mom, and here we are, um, just... I was just hanging out with her and she said, just go hang out in, in, um, Elder Pinniger's office. And, um, and then you guys can just have a nice chat. And I, I didn't know necessarily what she was talking about, but I took, took her up on the proposal. And here I am sitting in this general authority's office. And, um, at one point in the day, we were just having this conversation and he was trying, he was just getting to know me and what my interests were and, um, where I was headed in life and that type of thing. And, we started talking about um, the upcoming marriage and um, that type of thing. And he said, what kind of questions do you have? And the question that came to my mind, and I don't know if it was really like this curiosity or really a concern of mine, but the question that I asked was, what do we do when we have differences of opinion? And he didn't think for very long before his answer. In fact, it was immediate. He just said, you celebrate the differences. You celebrate that. And I didn't know what that meant. I couldn't know what that meant um, because I um, I hadn't had any experience with marriage. But um, the more and more I experience marriage, you see differences so, so much. And um, it's super important to celebrate those because if you didn't, if you if it was just a thing that you were... Um, concerned about, worried about, complaining about, um, you're definitely going to see differences, right? But because we can celebrate those, that means that I can uh, focus, you know, celebrating something that makes you unique and different from me. And I can focus on things that you do super, super well. Positive. Yeah. And, and as you do the same thing with me, the end result is what our kids get is an amplified version of both of our strengths. And that's so much better than just like if everything's the same and we think the same and we do the same and all that kind of stuff. Now, there's a lot of things that we do very similarly and that we agree 100% on as far as how we do things and stuff. But the differences are definitely, um, I think, what make our relationship special. Yeah. Right? True. Agreed. So anyway, enough about that. The 24th. Saturday, the 24th of August, College Football Appreciation Day. Now, this was funny because rather than do anything college football, we watched the Avengers. <laughs> Alyssa! Which no, to me... That was the night let me just say this. Yeah, Alyssa did the football game the night To me... Oh, yeah. Alyssa did go to the football game the night before, which we were so really proud of her for going. Football. Yeah, which was great. Um, watching football for some, I would say, Becky, you're in this camp. You're just watching all of these people celebrities athletes just kind of like running into one another not really knowing the extent of the storyline going on right you're just watching a game right right we were watching the avengers last night and i felt like you (laughs) watching (laughs) Watching a college football game just like Okay. Who's this? Whatever. Yeah, who's this? Who's what that doing? guy? They're running into each other. Yeah. So, and we were talking about this today, and I plan on mentioning something during our little recording today. Um, my whole beef with the Avengers, like I get it, I get the whole time travel thing. Um, it was so fun to think about that and the possibilities of storyline and all that, and how all of the Marvel universe comes together. But quite honestly, 
I was super turned off by Captain Marvel because they had, they just barely came out with a movie with her in it. And it seems like they just eked one more in, introduced her, and she was the catalyst for Tony Stark, like, not dying in inner space, right? Uh-huh. Anyway. And she didn't even really have a role, I felt like, in the whole thing. She was just like, she just showed up, like, it seemed like whenever the writers got tired of coming up with a good reason why someone's superpowers weren't good enough to get out of the pickle they were in it was like oh captain marvel's showing up and she'll bail us out with her powers or whatever now i know that all of the marvel fans (laughs) in the room and all the marvel fans listening are like you don't have a clue and that's true i don't but here's the deal just from my limited experience with marvel it seemed uh kind of lazy now props for stitching everything together sure but like I could care like of all the characters I I really really think that one of your less endearing characters of all is going to be Captain Marvel like who cares well we don't know well, anything about her that's why that's true well, but I, who cares I do well now I do because what happened is you guys don't know because like the parents aren't all like talking about oh did you see like the new Avengers it, it's like the kids saying that and so, like, we know, like, all the movies, like, Captain Marvel, and, like, all of that, and, like... No one talks about Captain Marvel. Well, my friend... Joshua, did you have something to say? people do. Okay. And so, um... <laughs> You're, like, way over there Except when the you were saying that she, like, just randomly came in when the writers got lazy, well, I don't think it's when they got lazy. She came in when the Avengers need them most. Oh. So... And also, she, like, helps a billion people on other planets. Yeah, she's, like, traversing the universe, just, like, helping out here and there. That's that's the vibe that I I got. I do not like her haircut. (laughs) Yeah, and then she cuts her hair, and it's, like, this weird random detail, and it's... The whole thing, like, I get it. I I don't know enough to even be critical about it, but um, I definitely think that the whole Marvel Universe could do without Captain Marvel and be just fine. So. And uh, not in this show, we would have not made it. Well, that's true. That's well, true. They would have had to write a different, a different thing. Another one. So, but like I said, who am I to be critical of something that is so special to others? College football appreciation day. That's right. Back to college football. So before I went to sleep last night, we were watching some exciting endings to some college football games. Which you did. Yep, after everyone went to bed, I just celebrated it by myself. Yeah, I did. And to tell you the I truth, didn't realize that's what you're college doing. football. I did turn on football, but I, I did. Like... College football is one of the more fun atmospheres to be a part of. When you get yeah. a good game, it's it's pretty fun. Just the sights, the sounds, the crowds. It's fun. I like watching. Yeah. So, do you have a team? BYU. Yes. You like BYU for some reason. Well, I have like that poster. The poster poster in the shirt generates. He's decided that's where he wants to go. Do you have a team, Becky? BYU is the best because there's no bad people. No. Becky's like, she doesn't even know what to do with her job. She's like, are you kidding me? Are you asking me this? People ask me whether I have uh, an affinity for BYU or U of U. I didn't go to either school. I went to Weber State. And to be quite honest, like, I could care about any of those schools the same. Like, to I can me, quickly change. It'll just, like, if Peter's going to BYU, I'm going to be a BYU fan. If I'm, you know, like, it just... This is, this is what I feel. And maybe some people are like, well, this is that's not the way to be a fan. And if that's the case, I'm not a fan the same way that you are. But the way I feel is... Are you guys down there? 
Joshua's dying. Joshua's just like, <laughs> these are background sound effects yeah, for we don't want to be boring different things. Yeah, we've got life going on over here. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> hey, are you all right, dude? All right. Yeah. Um, I really like when teams do well in the state. And if they're doing well the same year, great. If they're playing each other, I hope that they're just doing well so that it's a really highly competitive thing and it's exciting. But that's what I love. Like, I love when people, like, when when Utah schools are mentioned on the national news because I love to hear people's perception about the Utah, Utah. schools. You know, the schools that we, like, we're on their campuses from time to time and we... We work with people that graduated from the schools, you know, all that kind of stuff. I feel like we don't... So, anyway, that's what I love. So whether you bleed blue or red or purple or whatever, like, I just like to see you do well. And when teams do poorly, then it's just Are there any other colleges in Utah? I only know Weber State, BYU, and the Aggies, and... There's lots of schools. Um, Southern Utah. Um, Seahawks. (laughs) That's a junior high and not a college. Yeah, and we're a little confused also, over there. A professional. Yeah, it's football. Yep. Okay, I've got two things to do before we wrap this up. First of all, our next uh, uh, our next week is Joshua. Let's get you a cup of water or something like that, or stop breathing the dust out of the carpet. I think that'd probably help. All right. Okay. Uh, next week, we've uh, today was Love at First Sight Recognition Day, the 25th of August. We talked about that a little bit at dinner, so we'll, we'll discuss in depth next week. Uh, Canine Appreciation Day is the 26th. Joshua's birthday is coming up on the 27th, Tuesday. Yes. High School Spirit Day, the 28th. Listening Day, the 29th. Eating Out Day on the 30th. We should probably eat out. Yeah. And thirty, the thirty first is College Day. So two Saturdays are college. We've got College Football Appreciation Day this Saturday, and then College Day is next Saturday. So hopefully that's a little bit different. And um, so that's that. Before we sign off, we're really close. I wanted to do. I wanted to introduce a new little thing for this. Maybe the ending will introduce this little thing called the scenario. A scenario. It's not a scenario. It's, not a scenario, it's a scenario. And it's basically, if you want to join us, come up here and be a part of this, okay, bud? Um, the scenario is basically taking topics from this last week and creating a scenario. So, Peter, I'm going to ask you the first scenario. If you could choose for one of your cousins a type of potato dish, who would you choose and what kind of potato would you give them? A regular potato. And I would choose kale. You would give your cousin kale or a regular, a regular potato? potato other than fries or something? Oh, we we can do that. Let's listen to the scenario. Choose what kind of potato you would give them. It's a kind. And choose the cousin <laughs> that you would give it to. Um, I would give a full potato to Echo to see what he would do. No, <laughs> like give like if they were supposed to eat it. I don't know. I'd give mashed potatoes to Echo. You'd give mashed potatoes to Echo? There you go. What would you do, Mom? My cousins? What potato would you give to your cousin? Name your cousin. I don't tend to give potatoes as gifts. Right, of course. (laughs) But this is a scenario. Hypothetical. I think a good scenario might be to send a... Because I don't see them. 
Um, really? Maybe it has to have a bail. And I would say <coughs> maybe just like a potato soup packet or something. That would just be like... There's such things as potato soup. I hope you enjoy this. <laughs> potato soup. That's good. Um, I maybe would... Maybe I'd invite him out to, to eat and be like, hey... So get some French fries. That's next week. That's that's exactly where I would go. So um, that seems more like not weird. I would choose my cousin Kyle. I mentioned him, and we would go. Um, I would we'd just go to eat in Salt Lake somewhere okay, that we used to go, like when no. we were. So you're saying like together. choose someone like create okay create I would, a yeah. scenario. I would, Got it. I would choose Sky and go get onion rings. That's and not a potato. French fries. That counts. <laughs> it, it's a ring. you're in the same genre. Of that's not even part of the scenario. No, no. Onion onion rings have nothing to do with what we discussed the whole week. Potatoes. See what happens when you spend half the time across the room? Or those corn things. He's like, like onion rings seem like french fries. But they actually have an onion inside instead of the potato. No, the outside. It's just breading. It's not a potato. It's just like a breading that they use. It's a potato. I can see the All right, we've got a lot to teach our kids about food, don't we? All right, that's that's it. I don't it. care if they understand that. No, I don't care. <laughs> it's about that time you guys have got to brush your teeth and get to bed, and uh, so we're calling it. Um, thank you, everybody, and uh, maybe we'll sign off with um, the poem that I memorized in the fourth grade. I found a sing-along version of it, and uh, it's kind of funny, and so we'll sign off with that. Thank you very much. Trance about in search of work from Liverpool to Dover. Says Mike to Pat, I'm tired of this. We're both left in the lurch. And if I don't get work by Dad, I'll go and rob a church. What rob a church, says Pat to Mike. How could you be so vile? For something sure would happen while we're going down the aisle. But if you do, I'll go with you and we'll get about, I hope. So listen and I'll tell you now how Paddy stole the road. Well, off they went with theft intent to the place they wanted finding And they broke inside of a country church where nobody was minding And they scraped together all they could, they were prepared to slope When Paddy says, now hold on Mike, what have we got for rope? We have no bag to hold our swag And before we get outside With something strong and stout Me lads, this bundle must be tied And just then he spied the church bell rope And before you could turn about Right up to the belfry height He'd climb that rope so stout And holding on by one hand and leg He pulled his clasp knife out And right above his hand and head He cut that rope so stout well, it quite forgot it held him up And by the Holy Pope Down to the bottom of the church Fell Paddy on the road Come out of that, says Mike to Pat And will you stop your moaning If that's the way you steal a rope It's no wonder that you're groaning I'll show you how to steal a rope If you lend to me your knife Oh, Mike, go easy, says old Pat, or else you'll lose your life. So Mike climbed up the other rope, just like an antelope. 
But instead of cutting it off above, he cut it off below. Down fell the other piece of rope, and Mike was left on high. Come down, says Pat, I can, says Mike, for if I drop, I'll die. Well, there noise it bored the beagles out, the sexton and police. And though they got poor Mickey down, this pair got no release. And for their ingenuity, they've now a wider scope than when they broke inside a church to go and steal the rope. 